there was a moment where everyone was just sort of like paralyzed and like, oh my gosh, what do we do? It's pouring rain outside. You know, the van isn't moving. We're supposed to be somewhere soon. I'm Simon Cecil, and this is Coming of Age. Today, we talk to Hillary Lovelace. I was probably about 44, eight or nine, I would say. When I turned 18 years old. 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old. Yeah, and I went, I'm an adult. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Simon Cecil, and this is Coming of Age, a podcast based at the Humphrey School in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where each week we hear the story of someone at the school, whether they're a student, a staff, or a faculty member, and the story of when they first begin to feel like a grown-up. Today, we're talking to Hillary Lovelace. For those who aren't tied into the Humphrey School, the school is made up of several different degree programs. And up to this point, all the students I've spoken with are getting their master's degree in public policy. But that's not the only program at the Humphrey School. And today, we're going to get away from that trend with a conversation with Hillary, who is getting her master's degree in urban and regional planning. And so maybe it's not a surprise that when Hillary talks about her life, she talks a lot about space and location. Growing up in Raleigh, North Carolina, Hillary had some pretty strong feelings about her hometown. And when college brought the opportunity to leave, she was pretty excited to try out a new location. There wasn't anything particularly exciting or terrible about Raleigh. (laughs) It's a sprawling southern suburban city. Um, It's more metropolitan than a lot of the South. It's not as metropolitan as, you know, any other place (laughs) in the U.S. that would consider itself urban. Um, When I lived in Raleigh and when I graduated from high school, it felt stifling because I knew where everything was and I knew everyone I was going to meet if I wanted to do certain things. That felt so limiting. Um, And so I wanted to go somewhere that was fresh, where I didn't like feel expected to do anything, where I had control over who I wanted to be with or you know what was expected of me. <laughs> I was very focused when I went away to college to never go back to Raleigh. Um, I just felt like staying in the same place was limiting my perspective, and um, I tried to choose a university that I could afford, but that was as far away from Raleigh as I could possibly get. Hillary's quest to get away from Raleigh took her to a school in the mountains of North Carolina. When spring break of her freshman year came, she was determined not to travel back home. So she signed up for a service trip to Chicago. And it was during that trip that Hillary had the first of two moments that she marks as the time when she first felt like a grown-up. We were exploring Chicago on an afternoon off, and I was with a buddy for a little while and I think we had had instructions that were that were that we were supposed to stay together and he was just like I'm gonna go over here and I was like okay fine and I just didn't think like you know a second thing about it and it was I just walked around downtown Chicago for a while by myself just kind of exploring it and ended up back at the van you know to hear one of (laughs) the trip leaders just freaking out she was like no like where have you been you know like we were so worried about you and I was like oh like I didn't know I was in quote unquote in danger at that moment, you know, like, or that I was like, you know, I'm a grown adult at this point. Like, I think I can be by myself downtown, you know, even if it's somewhere I haven't been before, you know, and still be comfortable. The second moment that made this week a defining period for Hillary came the following weekend when she went to join her parents at the beach in North Carolina. I decided to 
um, visit my parents and my younger sister who were on vacation at the beach for their spring break. And so um, they had all been there for a little while and I drove to meet them separately so I had my own car. And we all got in the family van to go somewhere and about a mile away from the place we were staying, um, we drove through a gigantic water puddle and it splashed the fan belt off of the bottom of the van. And so <laughs> the van, you know, like careens off to the side of the road and there was a moment where everyone was just sort of like paralyzed and like, oh my gosh, what do we do? It's pouring rain outside, you know, the van isn't moving, we're supposed to be somewhere soon. And I was like, guys, it's okay. I'm just gonna go run down the street back to my car, like pick us up and then take us to where we need to go. And that was the first time I felt like the most capable adult with my parents. Like there had been other times where I felt like most capable adult with other adults, or like even, you know, as a youth, I felt like the most capable person in the room. But that was the first time where I was like, wow, I know, you know, like I have a better plan of action right now than the people who raised me. And so that I think was one of the moments where it sort of snapped for me that I was like, okay, you know, like after this week, <laughs> you know, like I think that's what it means to be an adult is to sort of have that agency. To help understand why these moments stuck out for Hillary, it helps to know a little bit more about how she thinks about her childhood. Hillary says that even though her parents tried to give her space to be who she wanted, she felt a lot of internal pressure to be a success. And that's maybe the part of Hillary's story that makes it resonate for me, because I can definitely identify with feeling a lot of internal pressure to succeed without really knowing what that might mean. My parents were pretty open to letting me do what I wanted to do a lot of the time. They never explicitly pressured me to do things. I think they had expectations of what they would have liked to see me do, but they tried to voice that kind of as little as possible. I, however, kind of always felt a gigantic pressure to like achieve something, <laughs> you know? And whatever that was was never like completely clear to me, but it was to succeed generally. <laughs> and those moments when Hillary was wandering the city alone and then rescuing her family during the rainstorm were huge not only because she was out in the world on her own, and then coming up with a plan and figuring things out. She was also doing these things without waiting for the approval of the adults in her life. What differentiates the decisions you made on that spring break in Chicago and helping your family from other decisions you'd made? I think part of what made it different for me is that people in positions of authority were involved in the decisions that I made because the trip leader, you know, is like kind of upset about it and that it didn't upset me was a big deal for me because I was so concerned with expectations of other people. And when I knew and felt more capable at solving a problem than my parents, that felt like a big deal too because usually they were the ones that were, you know, very on top of transportation, you know, like general family whereabouts. I mentioned earlier that Hillary talks a lot about space when she talks about her life. So another reason why she remembers that trip to Chicago is that there, in Chicago, she got a sense of what it was like to be an outsider in a new place. Maybe it isn't surprising that a person who really wanted to leave her hometown would be excited at the prospect of experiencing new places. But that trip to Chicago highlighted for Hillary just how much she enjoyed the range of emotions that came with arriving someplace new. I don't think I thought a lot about it at the time. I was just sort of lost in like looking at the architecture um, it was a really nice day, too. <laughs> so I, I was sort of having one of those spacey moments where you're completely caught up in the art of what's happening. But I think 
that that feeling actually of kind of being caught up in the moment and being a stranger in an environment, um, sort of a visitor, uh, is a feeling that I relished a lot and that kind of led to a lot of decisions that I made later in life to continue moving across the country and being places that made me like slightly uncomfortable in that I wasn't familiar with them. And I think I've done that a lot. I mean, every time I move, I kind of relish that feeling where I feel like everything feels new, fresh, and a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and you kind of get to revel in the moment of exploring something um, rather than building on something that already exists or redefining something for yourself. While Hillary says that these moments were sort of a light bulb experiences in which she began to have a greater sense of the capacity within her, it wasn't really that there was an immediate seismic shift in her ideas about herself. Hillary says that back at college, her life was very much the same. And it wasn't until several years later that the effect of those moments really began to resonate in her life. I felt a little bit more liberated to make my own decisions from those experiences. Um, but I, I would say that there wasn't another leap kind of in my own self-identity until I got out of college, until I moved again. Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. like, totally get to geography once more. But... Um, <laughs> When I finished college, I took a month to drive myself and move myself out to Oregon to do a year of AmeriCorps. Um, and people had offered to do it with me, but I actually told them no <laughs> because I really wanted to do it by myself. Um, and along that journey, I mean, I locked myself out of my car at a like campsite and had to sleep in like a stranger's vehicle. My car broke down at one point. I like, uh, you know, didn't make all of the best decisions, you know, and they were all things that I felt confident dealing with. Um, even if I didn't have an answer, you know, I, I felt like, oh, this is something I can do, you know. And it, and it wasn't like I consciously thought, well, if I can run back to my car in the rain and then drive my family to where we need to be, you know, that I can do this. But I do feel like that experience sort of um, was the beginning of that sort of enabling of my own self-possession. And so here you are some years later. Uh, <laughs> And I'm curious, when you look back on those moments of your freshman year in college and you think about those experiences, how does that feel? Looking back, it seems so simple. Like, at the moment, it felt, you know, it felt like, oh, you know, like such an epiphany. Like, I can do this. You know, the light bulb went off. And now I'm like, well, of course you could. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you realized that, but come on. You know, (laughs) like, and so I'm excited to uh, see what I figure out, you know, seven years from now where I look back and think, well, you know, that seemed really difficult at the time, but of course you could do that. Or of course you figured that out. Or of course that's what you wanted to do. I don't want to be in Finley cause it goes to bed at nine. I don't want to be in Bowling Green because it's plastered all the time. That's our story for today. Keep track of Hillary if you want to find out where she goes and what she figures out over the next seven years. As this goes live, she and an interdisciplinary team from the university are in D.C. competing in the final round of a Department of Housing and Urban Development competition. So congrats to that team and good luck out east. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another story about coming of age. Oh